But it is a minor facility, though. It, my, it is both. Yes. We're, we have difficulty with that word, I know. The Sunday Skypers. Uncharted World. Well, it has been far too long, and my memory has been juggled and joshed and blended and pre oh, and put we back ended on into a, my... We ended on a cliffhanger. We were busy, you know, basically the station was falling from the sky. It was impacting the, 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 the launch zone where we just came from. We just had just dropped the uh, habitat and uh, off, out of the back of the uh, shuttle, and, and um, uh, Phoebe and Taylor were in the back with Phoebe hanging on to Taylor because he was knocked unconscious, I think. I think he just... Oh, God, oh, God, we're all going to die? Something like that. No, that's my line. And I'm up front busy looking at at Mark's station, coming back for a visit. I believe you were actually headed back towards the planet at full speed or something to that effect. No, well, yeah. Because the tail end kind of flipped up once the, uh, the hab broke free. We were in a we were in a vector thrust air, uh, spacecraft. I can just fire up the old vector thrust underneath it and get her up and hit, take and get, get her out of the dive. There's no stall speed for the. It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and what's going on back on the John Henry? See, that's a tough one. Someone's you know, writing a message, right? What, what were you doing, Ari? Do you remember? No. <laughs> Well, I, I believe Wilhelm can fill in some of the details since uh, he was mentioning it earlier. The only thing I remember is uh, Omega composing a longish apology to Phoebe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. And, and, she had, and he had mailed it already, too, hadn't he? Dropped it off, but yeah. Right, but yeah. that was like the last thing I remember we us doing because we joked about it, you know, popping up. It didn't, but we joked about it popping up in Phoebe's suit in the middle of like crashing and burning and dying. Uh, but but I don't remember if there was anything else going on on the John Henry uh, while we were planet side. That well, besides you know, a crap ton of uh, people and uh, in tight spaces and. I know we had a cliffhanger, but I actually would like to start back on the John Henry, if Ari doesn't mind. Yeah, sure. I have okay. no problem with that. So you are in the clinic. You were com- composing that message. After you had finished that message, there is a knock on your doorframe, since that that's kind of tradition for being polite and not just barging in. And at the doorframe to... W- <gasps> What essentially is your office where you do consults and stuff like that as part of the sick bay. Juanita Price is standing there. Oh, what does she want? Okay, I guess I will uh, say come in. She comes in. She's, I say, I say, read a sitch, but uh, what's what's the uncharted world equivalent of that? (laughs) Is it assess? Yeah, let's go with assess. Because. The, the picture you see isn't the picture you were expecting. I don't know what that would be. An influence? I guess 2d6 plus 1. 7! Reveal something interesting. You can see 
the guilt in her eyes, but you don't know what she's guilty about. Okay. You're gonna <laughs> be very wary around her, I think. She, she comes in, she, she, she's kind of hesitant, and, uh, Doc, is there anything I can do to help? I, I, I'm, I, I, you know, the, the jump drives humming along just fine. It, it, it came through, uh, the blast with, with no problems. I, I, I'm feeling like a fifth wheel here. Do you know anything about medicine? First aid. I guess I could use someone to organize the place. It's been a bit tossed about. I, I need to feel useful. All right. If you could uh, help me get this place back into some semblance of order, that would be useful. Sure. Thank you. It is weird. It's, it's almost like she... You can't quite put your finger... She's wanting something from you, but you... Says like I am not emotionally equipped to deal with this woman right now. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna set her to the um to the task of just like sort of reorganizing stuff, and I think the fact that she wants something from him has gone completely over his head because he's just not at that point where he's actually uh like you said equipped to deal with any of this. Well, she'll. Whatever task you give her, she'll do it with uh, as much efficiency and, and and zest as she can, and then she's back for another task. It's it's almost like she's trying to wear her out herself out, which is useful and annoying at the same time. I'm just gonna at one point just turn to her and go, "What do you want?" She pauses. I want to forget that this ever happened. Oh, I'd like to forget a whole bunch of things ever happened. What do you suggest I do about it? She just kind of gasps like a fish uh, at one point. Uh, I'm going to assume that this is happening in sick bay. She looks over uh, at, at your son. Is he going to live? I don't know yet. I hope so. Uh, I guess I'll help with uh, collecting names then, yeah? That would be a good idea. Right. I really wish you could find out who did this. Maybe they can help me undo it. She just kind of looks at you and nods and goes, yeah, and then kind of slinks out with a uh, data tablet. Okay, that's exactly where I wanted to go with that. Let's get back to the screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, oh, God, we're going to die. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Stop screaming and fly. (laughs) Basically, the station, basically, we were... Hit it in the wrong direction, which is down and through and going through the debris. Uh, definitely the best thing to do is try to go at right angles to the debris. So, yeah, we may have to do a bank and move at right angles to the, to the debris coming out of the sky. Personally, I say it's face adversity. What's, what's the adversity? Is this like, well, basically large chunks of the space station are trying to smash you into uh, flinders. Yeah, flanders into flinders, yes. And actually, and we see larger things size of your fist, which is all you need at this point. Too bad this is not a situation where you can buy a solution. Oh, oh yeah, freeze frame. What's everyone's, what's everyone's triggers <laughs> for the session? Well, now we know um, flanders. Flanders. A solution is purchased. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> and then for Jackson, it's an act is performed covertly. For Phoebes... It is a piece of junk proves pivotable. 
except uh, <laughs> remove one syllable and it's perfect. <laughs> well, see, just one, the, the, the piece of junk did pivot the shuttle. <laughs> oh, we don't have one for uh, for uh, Omega. What's Omega's advancement trigger? I think maybe it's the last one, except it shouldn't be erased. A vital lesson is imparted? If I remember correctly. All right. What's going to be interesting is I don't know if Dirk can help you with this because he's busy on the scanners looking at what fell out. That's true. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, let's see. Face adversity. <laughs> help us. We're dying. Shut up. Ah. I'm trying to focus. <laughs> but I rolled 10. Yay. So I, descri- I, describe your uh, daring piloting here as – uh, chunks of flaming debris, and when, when I say flaming debris, I don't mean like falling out of the sky. I mean like coming down like uh, missiles from a kinetic uh, launcher. It, it's just like, zoom, zoom. but uh, going at a right angle is absolutely the right thing to do because that yeah. gets you out of the debris track. Swooping and vectoring, and using the fact that I have, actually have vector thrust to, and to help me make those nice tight turns. So yeah. Hopefully everyone's strapped in place and no one minds pulling at least a 5 or 6G turnout occasion. Okay. Well, I mean, Taylor is <laughs> in the ship technically, but I lost my grip on him. So he's oh, in the back the door's space, but not strapped in. Yeah. Well, the back door is closed, so yay. Yeah. He's not going to so, fall out. Yeah, yeah. That really sounds like brace for impact. <laughs> But I'm strapped to the netting. I'm sure that counts. Surely. <laughs> How strong is that? Oh, you're in your suit. Don't forget, BB's in her suit, so she can probably just, just go lock mode and just hang there forever. I think that can help to mitigate, uh, or or better yet, uh, it, it can give you a bonus to your roll. I'll give right. you a pl- I'll give you a plus one for having. So uh, so what so what's the what's the injury level right now? We need to determine that before you roll. Uh, if the ship has its way, something's going to break. Severe injury, then. Well, major broken bones, or do we, or or do we count organ damage and bullet wounds to the severity? Well, you could example get... examples include firearms, long falls, and vehicle collisions. That sounds a bit to me. It yeah. sounds a bit much. Yeah, but... it's actually mitigated because you don't. For the most part, if you're going to fall, it's going to be three meters to the three meters to the other side of of the uh, uh, cargo bay. Uh, only if it goes critically wrong do you go long ways and, and take an actual fall. This is getting smacked around in, in close quarters more, th- more than uh, a vehicle impact or hopefully yeah. a long fall. Yeah, if you, if you put a major injury, if you roll a six or less, you actually get the higher next level up. Oh, uh, yeah. So is he rolling for him for Phoebe and for Taylor or just for Phoebe? Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I have any bonuses? You have a plus one for power tools. And wouldn't it be physique? No, it's brace for impact is armor. Says Phoebe is getting bounce. There is no not bounce as part yeah. of the equation. Here we go. That's a seven. Ooh. So on a seven, you suffer an injury. So it's like you get flailed around. You hear something give give way with a sickening crack. Uh, There's that bright flash of uh, pain. And then the next thing you realize is that your hands are empty. At that point, everything kind of settles out at that point. Yeah, Taylor's crumpled in a heap. 
you know, but the, maybe he's not dead. There's like groans coming from him. Okay. Uh, Phoebe is probably screaming over the the intercom. Like first, just an animalistic roar of, <laughs> of "ow, I hurt myself," and then a long string of of, of curses and insults uh, to our pet pilot. That's when you hear over 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 the over the comms. Phoebe, are you okay? More <laughs> <laughs> <Lord> cursing. <laughs> She's fine. Can't you hear her cursing at you? <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, actual to. Um, John Henry, uh, th- we have injured on board. Need uh, medical assistance when we get there. So, Mr. Kane, you were distracted and did not offer to help because you were going through your s- sensors as to what fell out the back. Okay, there, there's no need to roll for this because you were focused in uh, looking at it as that have the heavy end hit and, and shattered. Pretty much got a, the impression that Something very similar to what you delivered is what smashed into the planet's surface. I've seen that before. I've seen those markings before. Oh, this this one now looks a little bit more worse for wear. Drive? Looks like it. Or a core of one. Size-wise, I don't know. We've decided those are. When we had was like, strapped to the side of the ship because it was so big. So this sounds like it's much, much smaller. Well, it took up a good section of the hab in the storage part, okay? It might be a smaller version, or maybe it's a version that had less junk uh, strapped to it, like it wasn't ripped out of a ship, but was uh, cleaned up, so to speak. But the the same shape and the same markings are uh, were, uh, even if it may not have been the same identical thing, they definitely were cut from the same cloth. Well, this one didn't explode, so that's good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes it is. It's, it's not the normal thing that you would dig up from a dead planet. Make note of that. Fly north, Ed. So get out of the uh, orbital path of this junk. I, I, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Because yeah. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Phoebe, what did you break? I'm, I'm thinking a, a leg, uh, like uh, her, her shin or something. Or maybe it was a combination uh, wrench, uh, breakage. Well, considering you're hanging by your arms, uh, most uh, leverage would say that your legs would take the most beating. So that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, we're in zero G. At least you don't have to walk. You were just jealous that I had weightless before you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Folks, anyone? How's everyone else in there? Everyone else doing? Everyone else okay? Is there anyone with medical skill? Do we have a? Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> These guys didn't come down based upon their medical training. Yeah, if there was an emergency, they would have evac'd on shuttle. They can render some aid, but none of them are medical rated. Yeah, but there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's in the hab. It looks like you're trying to treat a broken leg. Any type of sensor that would penetrate the skin, they do not have. Do we get like, a report on Taylor? Is he is he still breathing? <laughs> still breathing, and his breathing is labored. Okay, well, I hope they pull him forward and get him at least strapped in, just in case we have to do a little ballet when we go through this when we pass through the uh, debris field to, to, on our way there to the to the ship. Well, <sighs> with with luck, you'll plot an intercept, nudge mm-hmm. nudge, navigate. <laughs> that would be face it. That unfortunately would be face it for adversity because there isn't actually a navigation uh, role for me. 
not quite quite life and death with 40 plus minutes if you spend your time looking for a safe path you, you, yeah you that's what i'm do doing that, that. Uh, okay, people obviously like if it's 45 minutes she'll uh, make sure he's not dead oh he's not dead he just wishes he was how uh, bad is it he's having trouble breathing says it's okay it only hurts when i breathe <laughs> Well, she'll, she'll very dryly quote, you know, uh, in-suit emergency procedures at him, you know, going by expertise. Like, well, you know, you should do this and you should keep your breathing to a minimum. Blah, blah, blah. Taylor doesn't have a good bedside manner. It's, it's at one point, it's like, Phoebe, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope I get paid extra for this. You volunteered. It's, it's your own fault. Well, getting back to the John Henry, g- given time and patience, is no problem. Omega, are you taking any uh, of your staff with you? Yeah, I guess I'll take one of my staff. I'll take Pascal. I-, I imagine there's something equivalent of a free fall stretcher that immobilizes the patient just so they don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, he'll bring it. It's not that it's big. A, I mean, it's it's an it's an inflatable sleeve. When you uh, pressurize it, it, it just goes rigid. As you're jetting back and, and, and your eyes adjusting to the relative dimness of the uh, cargo uh, bay, let's switch back to uh, Mr. Kane. Are you going to render any form of uh, assistance uh, for this medical emergency, or what's on uh, Jackson's agenda? Doesn't have any skill with uh, medical uh, emergency. You can't hack away our injuries? <laughs> Our guest didn't happen to bring anything on board with them that didn't fall out the back. <laughs> they have their uh, suits. They have uh, some assorted equipment that's attached to their suits. So they certainly have uh, additional lighting. Th- they're all kind of numb. It, it is is the op- operational word here. Would they have any like uh, personal laptops or obvious? Um, data storage devices about them? Of course. Probably every one of them has something strapped to their arm. Let's see if I can take one or two of those. <laughs> just just snatch it right off of them oh. when they're not looking? You said they're all numb and distracted. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it sounds again like a face uh, adversity. <laughs> no, it's a sneak attack. You get the drop on someone, you can uh, rob them. It's a move I have. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, go for it. I'll even give you a plus one situational modifier because they are addled and off guard. Well, (laughs) I'll give you the choice of rob or disarm. How's that? (laughs) I don't want their arms, so I will rob them. (laughs) They don't even notice. Uh, Come up, tap them on the shoulder. Hey, you guys going to be okay? And then with the other hand, joik. (laughs) Guys got jostled around here pretty good. Candy, baby. Done. <laughs> this is like, where are we? You are on the John Henry. You're lucky we had just left the station before the accident. Did any of our people make it out? Did we have somebody from their company on as a path? I don't think there is any Hyperlight survivors. Sorry, nobody from Hyperlight survived. Another person with great uh, bedside manner. Well, they, they just kind of look at each other says, well, I, I, I guess we should just get uh, going. One quick little scene. I come out of the uh, of the cabin and I go over to Phoebe and put my arm around her. Here, here, let me help you. Sorry about that, Phoebes. Phoebes is further back because she's with Taylor, which 
Then I go back Wisely there. has not been moved. Yeah, I go back there and I'm all sorts of worried about Phoebe, but not about Taylor. What a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you Is guys... Is that what uh, Taylor says? Is that what Taylor says? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> The doctor's here. He'll take care of you. Maybe Phoebe is being put into one of those sleeves or something. Or, I don't know. Or at least, uh, at least sleeve something around your leg just to keep it from moving, I guess. Yeah. She's just going to look at uh, Flanders with narrow eyes and just going to gr- grunt something like learn to fly. I guess I have to go back to school again. <laughs> uh, sorry. I mean, we really were in a bad spot, Phoebe. If I hadn't gone, we wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll show you the tapes. I, I was there, okay? Yeah. Screw it. Let's just get on with this freak show. Uh, Omega, mm-hmm. what's, uh, how, uh, how's everyone look? I haven't gotten a chance to look at everyone yet. In, in progress, somebody so. is in the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly my fault you're in this situation, so I'm, can I do anything to assist? I mean, I do you have basic... Move. <laughs> you yes. guys are so sweet. <laughs> We're only in fucking pain here. <laughs> Needs just kind of sighs, and it's you can help me. me get her. You can help me get her to the infirmary. Grab okay. the other side. Pascal can work with the other one. Here, Taylor. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe's just like, don't bump me into a wall again. But put myself between you and the wall. There we go. Mm. Because you're zero G rated, you can actually get Phoebe to uh, sick bay without using uh, the elevator, things, without making things worse. Actually, is what I was yeah. going to say. Omega, give me an assessment on uh, Taylor here, because if you can get that data point, you'll be able to really assist with his recovery. Uh, expertise. Yeah, expertise. Plus two, ten. You're like a professional. Poke. Does this hurt? Uh, he is not just cracked, he has broken some ribs, and he has got inflammation in one of his lungs. So he he is really hurting. Uh, and Phoebe? Phoebe, uh, she had a uh, clean break in her shin, so that's medicine and time. All right, so he's the one I need to focus on. Yeah, left untreated, he would have a life-threatening injury. I'm going to let uh, the unexperienced one get Phoebe back to the infirmary. Oh, Pascal's and, not, no, not I'm, I mean, I'm going to go with Pascal. Oh, it's me getting Phoebe yes. back. Okay. <laughs> so when the elevator turns on, I'll say, okay, stand on your good leg. Because we're, we're under acceleration, even if it is like a tenth of a G. O- overall, uh, because you got that data point, uh, later on, when you uh, actually uh, go on, go on to treating Taylor, he'll be able to do a full, if slow, recovery. Unless, of course, you decide to withhold that information and just let him. Not have it. No, <laughs> no, I'm angry at the crew, not the other crew. <laughs> what uh, Taylor is at like nine o'clock? Well, Phoebe's only at six o'clock. I'm looking at the low hour thing. Yeah, that's pretty much on target. Bodies get moved around, things get shuffled, uh, hmm. some uh, communications comes in from the uh, Isabel Potemkin that they've uh, secured the uh, crew at the asteroid station, that's Mars Cathedra. They're asking if there's anything they can do in system. I'm assuming that Jason and Jackson would be able to pick up that communication once they get back to the bridge, assuming you guys go to the bridge. Actually, I'm probably still in sickbay with Phoebe. I'm probably got a beeper, and it's probably going, oh, where are they? Is that like 10 light minutes? or They're they're out 
about uh, one AU from you because they're they're out in the eight minutes. Uh, yes, asteroid ring. All right, so we'll listen to them and then I'll just. This is John Henry to the Isabel Patinkum. At this time, there's nothing really much more we can do other than if there, you know, if you can access one of the navigation beacons for the system, put up a warning about debris field around the uh, around the planet. Uh, I'm not sure where else. Is, is is this place a dead end or a, a through? It is a leg on a less traveled path. So if you imagine a triangle between Elliot's uh, Hope, Hound's Landing, and Marsk, Ada. Uh, so you could go from one civilized place to the next civilized place and totally bypass the research station. You have to go out of your way to get here. All right. And uh, we were going to Elliot's Landing or we were going to Hans Hope? Which one was it? Elliot's Hope, I believe, is... Organization? Yes, and you had come from Hans Landing. Yeah, I suggest to them that they go back to Hans Landing. We're going to Elliot's Hope, and we'll inform the uh, sta- folks there about the conditions here. So, Let's ask them if they're better equipped to handle passengers since we're running out of room. But, but then we have to rendezvous with them because they're going to a different jump point. Well, they came through the Elliot's Hope jump point, so they are closer to your path. We'll ask them if they actually can take some uh, take some passengers. Trask nods and says, lay in a course for Marsk Theta. We'll mm-hmm. meet them there. All right. Aye, aye, sir. We'll break orbit in about 15 minutes. And then I bring, get in the old nav doing the numbers. It is second nature to you. So yeah. I'll just remind you, as, as part of doing the numbers, is sending out a shipwide notice that mm-hmm. uh, basically a gravity alert. Since I'm doing a navigation, I'm going to tap fast. I'm looking and realize, oh, if I do this, this, and this, I can get I can get the, the theta faster without doing too many burns. Given that we're not <laughs> pressed for time, no need to roll for that. Oh, I don't or, roll for that. <laughs> it's one of my abilities. All, all you have to do is dip down uh, towards Marsk Eta, do a gravitational sling off of there. It's a more complicated than a brute force path, but uh, yeah. it has its own elegance, and it yeah. also keeps the crew from uh, getting squished. Yeah, you don't you don't have to exceed one G to do it. Eight, eight light minutes, you know, a week or so. No, see, that's that's the beauty of constant acceleration drives. Uh, <laughs> under constant acceleration, actually, only will take days to get there. Yay! So no need for a cramps quarter. <laughs> oh no, I didn't say that because it, it's cramped from minute one. Phoebe, as the person of action, being a gimp under one G, just really gets under your skin. What are you mm-hmm. going to do about that? Are we getting like treated right away? You get priority treatment simply oh. because everyone else is either dead or okay. <laughs> There's very few wounded. Emotionally, all everyone's scarred. Sure. In that case, I think she'll she'll request extra painkillers, and then she's going to be annoyed and grumpy and not be very productive for the duration of however long we're traveling. Possibly pondering that um, offer. So, that um, Omega, do you actually allow for dispensing of more than a recommended amount of painkillers? For Phoebe, yes. For the other one, ah, Taylor, ah. no. Man, what did you have against Taylor? You were trying to be a freaking hero. He got no. busted up because of it. Mostly because I don't want him to overdose. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, so Omega, you, you actually 
do have medical things to attend to, but it's not a 24-7 thing. No, I there- do occasionally check back on him, though, okay. on both of them. If you bury your nose professionally, you can probably avoid cramped quarters by, well, keeping your professional hat on for the next couple of days. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm too angry at everyone to talk to them anyway. Well, everyone but Flanders. That reminds you, you have oh God, not, got, you've not gotten rid of Price. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is. The less there is to do, the more agitated she seems to be coming. She might be coming unglued. You're not sure. Mm. I'm going to give her something to do. I'm going to send her down to engineering to do something there. It's like, they probably need you. Go down there. Freaking frack? Yep. Uh, okay, I, I, I guess I can talk to him. Yes, it's, that's nobody else visits them. Okay, we'll call it a morale trip. And this is where I busily scribble trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kane, you got a couple of days, clear sailing. Hopefully uh, nothing will smack into the ship. I'm going over that data I just acquired. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. Yeah, one out of eight chance of getting the good stuff. So uh, I think the first thing to do is to hack into the system. And if you can't find what you want here, to be able to see if you can network into the other pads that the other Hyperlight team had and see if you can get network information that way. I think an access role is in order to uh, get into the system and then see if you can assess from there. Okay. So it's like... Well, by the time you get it, it it's gone and locked itself. The, the short uh, of it is Hyperlight was doing a covert operation. And they actually have decent security and encryption. Who would have thought? You might have to tear the machine apart to get into it. Keep me busy for a couple of days. We'll work with that. And, well, my computer kit. Hmm. Let's see. I'm just thinking, would that be something like patch up where you use your expertise to sit there and break the thing open and physically bypass it? I guess we can go with that. It's it's not so much of a, of a repair as a bypass. Let's see, an access protected system. Yeah, let's go with that. Expertise. So make another roll here to see if you can actually... T- much better there. Tear it apart and access the memory direct- directly. This way is slow and tedious, though, and, and will take you uh, the better part of two days to uh, tear the thing apart. You know, in, in your private quarters, you have this thing like laid open, like a uh, you're doing actu- acupuncture. You, you got probes and stuff all over the place. You know, Trying to say, okay, I can access it here, but if I touch that, it's going to reset it. So, nope, don't want to touch that. <laughs> Does the computer kit include one of those, um, you know, eye monocle things that magnify? <laughs> sure does. I imagine it would actually be the goggles with the with the two lenses, and then the uh, little uh, antenna with uh, LED lights on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you look bug-eyed if, if, if someone were to look at you while you're doing it. Okay. So, crap quarters? Well, I really a don't... character or NPC that you're trapped with here? Maybe. <laughs> you're going to keep her company while she's doped up. Hey, good idea. We'll, we'll see. Huh. You know, he, I feel immensely guilty what happened to her, you know. Seven. Ooh, okay. 
Reveal, discover the answer to their question about an aspect of yourself or your past. Okay, so I guess Phoebe has a question about my past. Or an aspect of your character. Phoebe's in her quarters, you know, doped up on on painkillers. Of course, I come in with a flask. Great combination. So, and, you know you're not supposed to mix <laughs> alcohol with that. So, Phoebe, yeah, what is, question do you have for <laughs> Jason there? Besides, what the hell are you doing here? Why is Jason really so concerned? Like, what's the real story? Mm, you get the impression that you remind him of, of his mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yes, we have a look. We have a little. Um, what's it, what's the um, Oedipus? Edible. <laughs> yeah, he's he's smitten. And he does feel really guilty, but yeah. But there's more to it, yeah. Okay. He also understands, you know, we, you know, crew really shouldn't be stooping crew. Is it like <laughs> he starts babbling about his mother in some uh, situation? Pop, he is a market person, so he does actually have a per. He, he isn't. He isn't the cold sociopath he makes out to be. So he, does, you know, he may be a bit more caring, maybe a little, little bit more affectionate. You know, he might he might say things. Like, yeah, that's what I love about you make a snide comment <laughs> of course you're, you're you're doped up and if you do partake of the flask it is a great wood wood aged bourbon of course she does yes of course she does so of course we now say for the wonderful triangle omega flanders phoebe don't forget the and the captain and the captain yes yeah. so it's actually it's a quad uh, i'm not so, sure what phoebe makes of that <laughs> it's like <laughs> well phoebes gets to make her make her own cramped quarters roll do i sure yeah, say who first, though. Who are you going to uh, do it with first? Should ideally be a player character, so... Perfectly can be an NPC. Uh, yeah. Try to sh- schmooze with either one of the uh, refugees or with one of the NPC crew. Juanita got- is all over the place, looking guilty as yeah. hell. There's a captain. And then there's your blackmailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> blackmailer is such a bad word. We have a <laughs> b- difficult potential business relationship. That's... That's what it's like. That's what it's like. No, she's not. She's thinking about that whole thing while she's recovering. She, she's not actually acting on any of, of his suggestions. I'm thinking it may be Omega, given that first she's in infirmary, and then we have the possibility of her getting uh, and reading that message that he made, and then we have a possibility of her reacting badly to that message, or better, who knows. So I'm going to say Omega. You both are on the same deck, so yeah. you're staring across <laughs> neutral territory at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so cramped course is just 2d6, right? No right. modifiers? No modifiers. That's before. So what hmm. does Omega do that gets under your skin again? Oh, Omega sees me leaving her room. Well, it's about me. It's not Omega going, well, I, I think mm-hmm. first... First, like prioritizing Taylor while necessary is annoying. And then it's the sort of, I'm, I'm guessing here that Omega is maybe a little nicer to Phoebe than usual, given yes. the whole, which I'm sure starts to like, to Phoebe, maybe that starts to feel like it's duplicitous and false. Like you, you, you have something, like you want something from her or, or you're trying to get under her skin or something. And then she sort of returns, if she returns to her, um, quarters there's that message which she probably reads the beginning of at least and then she's like what the fuck is this without i'm assuming checking the date or the time yeah yeah <laughs> uh 
Yeah, because because she's been drinking with Flanders, and and she's also on painkillers. So I think she just takes it the wrong way. She's just convinced that that Omega is is you know messing with her, which is clearly not the case. But but that's, uh, it, that's it's her it's like you don't need Omega's pity. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably doesn't help that somewhere between pain and meds that it's kind of like a. A redirection of your own pity kind of thing. Oh, yeah. it, uh, it gets vicious. <laughs> Omega probably gets some shit from Phoebe for ordering price about. I think to Phoebe that feels a bit like he's taking over her crew. And yeah, that's not cool either. And price is just acting weird. It could be simply because you guys aren't preparing for jump and price has nothing to do. But normally... You're the one who gives her shit details. <laughs> She's like, giving herself her own shit detail. <laughs> overall, the day under thrust, uh, turnover, uh, and the day of deceleration will, will get you in, into Mars Theta space. W- once you get closer, you can s- get a good look at the uh, Isidore Potemkin, and she is cut completely differently from the John Henry. She she's about the same tonnage, same class, but she is configured for atmospheric reentry. So she's a super shuttle, okay. And pros and cons of that: she it reduces her cargo capacity, but it, it does enable her to load and unload directly from the surface. Marska Theta <laughs> is a, uh, just a, a uh, hollowed out asteroid. But it also is the uh, mining and refueling hub for Marsk Station. So they, they do refining out here. They have a lot of raw resources, but not a lot of finished goods. There is literally a tanker-type shuttle that normally travels to uh, Marsk Station and drops off fuel there for for most commerce. So it's actually not a minor facility, but at the same point, uh, it, it is small compared to size of Marsk in general. So would be out of, out of place to basically get a free top off? You guys don't need it nearly as much as uh, yeah. the Isidore did, but... You know, we need one too, because we went, we were heading out, and then we had to do a, turn around and do a high... Well, we, di- yeah. we definitely need a top off. Uh, at, at this point, you can build it to Marsk Station if yep. someone has that dark of a sense of humor still. So we do the transfer. Do we have like a, you know, captain's meeting, you know, between the two captains and, you know, bridge crew or something like that? Or? Captain of the Isidore Potemkin is Abraham St. George. And the first officer is Bella O'Shea. Who's the medical officer? I might know them. Ah, see, uh, you caught me there. I hadn't thought of a medical officer, but they would definitely have one you know, as, as a standard practice. Quick to the random name generator. No, I'll, I'll do better than that. Omega, if you give me the name, you know the person. If not, I'll, I'll, I'll generate it. Oh, yeah, I can give you a name. I'm going to have to spell it because there's nobody in, in the world that can spell this the first time. Oh, they're Polish then. No. In that case, they're Welsh. Oh, actually, they're sort of both. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of German and a little bit of Russian. And he is um, older than me, much older than me. 
So Sybil is a Cybil. Cybil. Yes. As a courtesy call, when you get within short enough range where you can communicate in real time, one of the f- first things after the normal handshake between uh, captain and first officer is uh, Cybil gets on the line and asks, do you have any um, medical emergencies? What's, you know, you know, situation with overcrowding and stuff like this? And he just goes through the whole list of crisis management stuff. He's got a lot more time to think about this than you have. You've been, well, busy. <laughs> yes, I have been a little busy. I give him a rundown of um, the stuff we need because I'm sure we, we're out of a vast majority of supplies. Are you going to mention your son? Yeah, I am because I know that he is sympathetic to the clone cause. And I'm going to ask if he would like to come over and take a look at him and maybe give me a second opinion. I'm already packing. All right, I'll see you here. So do we have like a duck? Can we actually dock with the uh, Isabel Potemkin? Hmm. The Potemkin would dock, would it would have the ability to dock to stations. And we may have to do it at right angles to each other, but we probably could dock. You, on deck two, those little airlock pods would give you enough clearance to uh, dock with uh, the Isabel. Oh, you know, nose to nose, but their nose point in one direction, our nose point in the other direction, because we, we have we both have really nasty radioactive things at either end of our ships. As a general rule, <laughs> you don't stick your ass in someone's face. Yeah, you Americans are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more crowded? Because they have an entire station to empty, and we just have like about what was their head count? With all souls, you're now up to one fifty six. They they have more passenger capacity than you guys have. Because they, they act as a liner and do cargo, as opposed to you guys doing cargo and sometimes passengers. All right. So we might be able to offload some of our passengers. The, the, the first thing that comes through is a flood of requests for right. the names of people who survived, for information on what happened at the disaster. And we- in general, the captain's while he's willing to give names of people and personnel out, He's not really heavy on providing information about the disaster by beyond saying that there was an explosion that destroyed both rings. Any hyperlight on the uh, on the mining station? <laughs> nope. They're nope. Marsk station employees. There, there, there are people who are requesting transfer between the two vessels because some of them have family in Hans Landing, and some have in hopes in the in the Elliot's hope. So. Hopefully we can unload some folks who don't mind going to hands landing so we can actually kind of balance the load out and balance the life support out. That, that's another thing you can do. You, you can load up on those uh, sundry supplies like ch- changing out filters and the like, uh, changing out wastewater. You, you can at least use Theta as a point for that. The administrator at Marsk Theta, he wants answers. All his information is... Well, not very precise because, you know, it's, it's all from one AU out or greater. And unless you had a telescope pointed at Mars Station at the time, that information has come and gone. Jackson, do you have a, a heavily edited review, version of the events we can, we can share? We can share what our sensors picked up, which is the, where the explosion seemed to start from. I don't know that we need to be telling anyone that we just sold a unusual jump engine to Hyperlight. 
Nope, I totally agree. Do you point out that the explosion happened in what you think might be the uh, hyperlight part of the ring, or we would uh, give them what the sensors say? Is that where hyperlight was? Okay. You you would actually have to really really know how to dig that information out because looking just at the ring, it, it's not obvious what's inside the ring. Exactly. We don't know. There was an explosion here at this part of the ring. <laughs> okay. Well, the first thing they do is they, they pour over the data because they're looking to see if there was like a missile strike or, or something like that. And when it becomes obvious that that wasn't the case, almost to the person, they, they think that is, is this some kind of corporate warfare against Second Life? Because they had a significant investment in this facility. Are clones explosive? <laughs> well, that, that's that's why they're, they're wondering if it's open corporate warfare. Oh, yeah. Real big trivia, I guess I should mention. The Isidore Potemkin is a consortium transport. So it is ran by the houses. It, it's, I'm not saying that it's faction friction, but if, if you have information that you need to tailor or uh, specifically for the houses – Yep, it um, might be to note that uh, they're not a free trader. I have two debt with the uh, free traders and one debt with Nakamoto, but nothing with consortium. Kang does. That's kind of why I mentioned that. <laughs> mm. Just giving you the option to tailor the information that you send their way, pro or con. Was the was the Mark Station free trader friendly, or were they trying to be neutral in the factions? No, oh, they they were second life to the hilt. They they weren't beholden to it any merchant mm-hmm. house. They had enough pull that they could take and make their own contracts. So Seibel, he comes aboard, looks over the situation. Uh, Omega, are you going to meet him at the uh, airlock? Oh, yeah, I'll meet him at the airlock. I'll give him a big hug. He returns a hug. He, he is definitely an older individual. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give him uh, silver hair because, hey, why not? He's like my mentor. That's exactly where I was going to go with it. The, the hug is much more in the fatherly category. Never did say how Omega got into med school in the first place. Maybe Seibel paid his way. Yeah, yeah. Or, or he was paid to teach you by your father. That's so. true. But uh, evidently, uh, at some point, you, you've uh, worked with Seibel. So definitely on good terms. He's also got a uh, med tech that he that he brought along, as well as a case, several cases of supplies. What, what would he call you, Omega? What would he call you, Doctor? Uh, a term of endearment. Son. Yeah, probably. Unless you know he, they get intercepted, they they can make it to the uh, uh, central elevator, take that down to sick bay. Uh, of course, Phoebe uh, across the way you know, can, can see more people coming in and. I mean, I guess she's aware that that uh, this is the med officer from the Potemkin, right? Even if, if you're laid up, you're still wired in. So you mm. know that you're docked to the uh, Isidore Potemkin and that uh, you're transferring uh, personnel and supplies and uh, information. You do get a couple of requests from the engineer. Did you, you know, make it through without any damage? Blah blah blah. Have you sent anyone out to uh, inspect your ship, you know, for debris damage and, and, and stuff like that? And just generally trying to lend as much assistance as they can, sure, because they because mm-hmm. they know that you were in the in, in the middle of that shit. 
to which, of course, you'll simply answer in like monosyllable, in single sentences, (laughs) (laughs) single words, if she can, like, (laughs) we're fine, don't worry, we're on top of it, or or yes, no, if she has to answer it. Um, (laughs) Okay, Uh, give us a holler if you need anything. (laughs) Sure, yeah, that's probably the answer. (laughs) And of course, then she puts together a team to do all the stuff that she clearly neglected doing in her uh, drugged, drunken stupor. <laughs> you, you, at least you take the advice. <laughs> yes. yes. So, hey, uh, John Henry, looks like you have a big gaping hole there on your side. Uh, have you looked at that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an inspection will show. I, you definitely uh, took some hits. Nothing that compromise the integrity of the hall but you're saying like you need to nip that in the bud before it becomes a problem oh yeah get the so, spaceship spec allowed do we have like all the necessary materials to patch ourselves up of course you're okay. you're in one fine engineering facility it says Excellent. it is built to your specs you are not eva certified right now nope I imagine the other EVA, EVA certified person is Taylor, and he's in no no condition to do it either. <laughs> well, I have a whole team. Yes, so uh, they should. definitely people like Poe, load handler. He's used to working in EVA, but he's not used to repairing shit. Might have to work out something. Kane, is there anything you're going to do before I I, I, I jump back to the sick bay? You you, you have disassembled uh, this w- one tablet unit, but but you haven't quite put it through its paces yet but you you're pretty sure you've bypassed things the hard way well, this project to get at data okay let's quickly throw down uh was it an access roll now that you've had time to make a second stab at this a 10 it takes it takes a while to realize that there's a lot of mining and uh, other related data on here but eventually you find a way into the team leader's pad, and that's where the the, uh, gold is. There apparently at one point was a civilization on Marsk Ada. Not sure what happened to them, but they left some very interesting technology behind. One thing that Hyperlite was into is their their drive systems. Apparently they had some type of encapsulated, self-contained hyperdrive black box thing. Uh, you know, the, the math is you know just nuts about. They found one on the surface and were in the process of extracting it. And then the news of, of a second one uh, turned up at the station right before the disaster. And it's just like there's there's a lot of notes comparing symbols and stuff like that, and you know the the amazing coincidence of finding a second one of these very excited geek stuff they, they were half research half reverse engineering xeno archaeology there you go, so whatever the, got dropped back on the planet what well, was old, but uh yeah, it appears hyperlight does a little bit more than pure research. This is this is not their only dig. You know, there, there are notes about other sites within uh, the sector that have hyperlight operations. They, they don't go too much into this race that passed away, but something is doesn't gel here because 
you would think it would be common knowledge if there was a ancient race running around that had hyperdrives and were ex- existing in multiple systems. So th- th- there's some missing pieces here. But unfortunately, most of the missing pieces point back to data on Mars Station, which you imagine is now vaporized. Just something to chew over. Well, obviously, this is valuable information that somebody would be willing to pay for. Absolutely. Anyone that uh, builds their own ships, that does their own hyperdrive research, uh, jump drive research, would like to know what's up there. Uh, anybody that's in the Xeno archaeology would like to know. So, you found, like, the find of the century and said nothing. Huh. Well, Marsk uh, Station might have bitten the dust. Marsk Ada itself might be a gold mine of Xeno archaeology. Just saying we do have a nutty hyperspace engineer on board. Yeah, just just saying. <laughs> Who's actually affiliated with a different group. Uh, Nakamoto, I believe. Mm-hmm. Back in sickbay. Omega. Cybol, uh, you know, you, you, of course, first thing you do is go through the rounds and, you know, he makes all, all the appropriate, uh, nods and saying, yeah, yeah you did good w- uh, with this here. It's just like, hey, everyone's still alive. He gives you the thumbs up. <laughs> then he looks you dead in the eye and says, how are you holding up? Uh, is that a serious question or should I lie to you? It's a serious question. I imagine it's I been very stressful. I have in four and a half days, and I'm pretty sure it's been longer than that since I've eaten anything. I've been going on uh, stimulant pills and nutrient drinks, pretty much. And most of the ship apparently now hates me. So, ah, that's how uh, going with me. I see your bedside manner is up to par. Um, <laughs> he actually knows uh, Patty and Pascal. He better. He helped me hire them. think you two can handle it if I... Take your boss here for a few hours. They nod. Oh. We're like, no one's going anywhere. Look over at Phoebe. No one's going to chase her. Come back to the Potemkin. Got something for you. Bow right. chicka wow wow. <laughs> He's my dad. Don't you even? Basically, Sybil takes the you back. The father that actually gives. <laughs> and he will take you back to the Potemkin and actually feed you a decent meal. And oh, since God, he. Yes. He, since he knows you, he knows your particular interests, for example, if you're a vegetarian or, or, or what have you, and, and can cater to you. And, and basically, he just oozes bedside manner, the, the, one, the one thing that you just totally lack. And you need to make an assessment role as to realize what he's doing. Okay. Just got to ask, what kind of music is he playing over dinner? <laughs> actually, Actually, none. Uh, Smooth jazz. Influence, I guess? We'll go with that. It's a seven. About halfway through the meal, you realize, damn, he has been psychoanalyzing me. (laughs) I should not be surprised. Has he gleaned anything? Of course, he's a professional. Do you care? Are you concerned? I care about his opinion. (laughs) So you ask for a grade? Admit to him that I realize what he's been doing. I thank him for the meal, and they go, so, how bad am I? Your bedside manner sucks, but you knew that. I'll put you at a B-. minus. Oh, great. At least it's a passing grade. You gotta get off the stimulants. You'll start making mistakes. That'll cost people's lives. Patty and Pascal are there, so you have a chance to take a break. Doctor's orders. Ooh, pulling rank? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what can you do about the rest of the station that wants to to, uh, knife me in my sleep, then? He shrugs his shoulders. 
you need to work on your people skills. I, I, I know it's technically your top-notch doctor, but... It's the clone issue. Clones are just copies of people. Tell them that. Show them that. And he'll let that sink in. What should I do about my son? None of us have the facilities to uh, properly care for him here. I suggest you take him to uh, Elliot's Hope, get him into a hospital, get him under full rejuve there. Do you have any contacts? Of course I do. Clone-friendly contacts? Not so much. Elliot's Hope is a consortium boneheaded thick. Well, if I give him enough money, they'll do anything. This is true. Can I have a loan? I'll pay you back. Sure. Give yourself a debt. <laughs> with with Snipel, okay. <laughs> Damn straight. Okay. That's that's something that he'll cash in. He is really a good guy. So he won't send Bagman after you right away. <laughs> no, no, he he won't. It, it's up to you if you think he'll forgive the debt. But it it is a sizable chunk that he he writes out a transfer to. And he includes within it his recommendation for uh, treatment. Might come in handy. Thanks. One of these days when we're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off, we should uh, hang out for a while. I think you need to just start with getting some sleep. Yeah, that would be a good idea. No more stimulants. I got it. But you will fit uh, caught up in the in the sick bay to sleep, not in your room. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I am not leaving anybody alone with. Phoebe or my son. You can get on with the, with the rest of the meal. And this guy is just a smooth operator. And by the time the meal's over, you feel almost right as rain and everything's going to work out fine. All okay. right. So all of my stress goes away and I'm going to go to sleep now. That's I, I'd imagine by the time I get back to the, uh, to the John Henry, I just kind of collapse in, in the bed. Well, you catch yourself yawning a, f- a few times, and, and and you have to sit there and say, did he put something in that food? <laughs> I'm sure he probably did. It's turkey. Tryptophan. That'd probably be more his speed. Just, just load, load you up on every sleepy time food that he could think of. <laughs> okay. Unless someone wants to get into mischief, transfer of personnel and supply will take about a uh, day to get everything sorted out. Is the uh, infamous uh, Doctor Switch switching ships? <laughs> are, are you going to personally go and check on him? Yeah, she may do that, um, but no. not necessarily like not necessarily you know barging into his whatever he's sleeping and going. Are you changing ships or not? More keeping an eye on on his group. Oh, you, you're busy checking the integrity of the ship, so you have to inspect the cabin. Chicken for air leaks. Uh, sure, yeah. No, ra- no radiation here. Everything's fine. The good doctor is staying with his clique, and they're all heading toward Elliot's Hope. Hmm. It seems most of them uh, that were more technically inclined are aligned with Elliot's Hope, while those that seem to be more rural or family-oriented are aligned with Hans Landing. And which As way? A general. Are, we're going to Elliot's Hope. Absolutely. And so he's... Th- Basically going to stay on, on this ship. Yes. We're not dumping tons and tons of people, right? We're, we're dumping a few and exchanging a few. Am I correct? Actually, well, when you get back to the elevator and you go to your stomping grounds and engineering, you noticed a lot of clones are coming up from cargo heading towards crew quarters. 
more than the capacity can allow for. Whoa. Okay. In that case, she's going to stop them. What the hell is going on here? Well, none of them know about your particular agenda. Matter of fact, some of them might even care that you're hurt. Well, given a choice between uh, freezing our asses off in cargo or productively maintaining the mining operations here, we're going to stick with the mining operations. Oh, oh. we're transferring to the station? Yeah. The station is not ind- independent. It, it still needs supply runs. But mm-hmm. we, we do off. We still have some mining that can be done, and we can hit the gas giant for fuel. So it's still a, a viable place, and we it's don't close. have a place to go. Uh, in that case, Phoebe will be like, uh, do you need anything? How, can I expedite this somehow? How quickly can I get you grubby clones off my ship? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were actually planning to go up to the captain mm-hmm. and request a uh, transfer to uh, Mars Cathedra. A uh, few people go with them and, and personally argue their case. <laughs> hey, they can make an income. You know, they can sell fuel. To they are, they are probably need through. them. It's good for industry. And, and uh... <laughs> Unfortunately, I would imagine that Second Life, even though they ha- I bet they had a claim to a bunch of asteroids. Who owns this mining station? On the books, it's an independent operation. It's not a Second Life facility. But uh, the labor, uh, the people who actually did the mining, most of them were Second Life clones. So while these guys aren't miners, they were mainly station maintenance, they can keep the stuff going and maybe even convince some of the miners that are being rescued to stay behind. Technically, they would still be working with for Second Life. Who's the highest second highest ranking Second Lifer on on our ship? I believe that would be Doctor Switch. Switch. <laughs> Did I mention oh. that everything is a web? Uh, Given that none of them are free clones, clones not quite slavery. I mean, like they get paid wages, more more surf like, I guess. When you when you have a life debt that will take your lifetime to pay off, difference between slavery and being a clone isn't that big. Doctor Swift, you know, he just kind of shrugs his shoulders, says, "Well, you know, get rid of some of the overcrowding here, and they're still employees, loyal employees." I'll draft up a uh, contract so that they, everything's all perfectly legal at least until it gets authorized at a hands landing then someone can take it back and they can they can have it on uh, have the fully authorized version back here purses his lips it's like hmm an interim contract until things are stabilized that nothing binding for a long term they're maintaining the facility how's that a contract to maintain the facility until a second left can come back in assess the situation and consider continuing the facility or not how's that you're good Sure. Yeah, write that up. I'll I'll sign that. Now, can I add some escape clauses in there just in case things go sour? Sour. They get they they get ownership of the uh, station. You can try. Oh, this is what face adversity or acquisitions or. <laughs> Shouldn't you be purchasing a solution? It would be acquisition. That would be acquisition. Yeah. Wow, I think that that maybe unless it's hit. a bribe, <laughs> John. Someone's yeah. trying to hit you with the clue. I know, hammer. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to put a, a escape clause, a loophole that would that basically would free them from from ownership by Second Life if if 
certain things are met. I've fallen under legal decisions. So what can I use to bribe with? Uh, I can bribe with potential pro- profit from the mining operations. Does that sound, does that sound good? Who's going to be the benefactor of... Oh, Second Life, of course. I, I sell to them in the way of... Well, the thing about it, with the extra assets, you actually have more funding for clone research and exper- and other and other and other things you're doing that don't depend on clone sales. So it's actually independent of your sales. Which says, yeah, that's all fine and good, except I'm not a corporate bean counter. Why don't you just make those profits go to... He types in some numbers. This account... And I'll make sure it gets set up. That sounds like a deal. Uh, I hold out a hand, and oh, then yeah. I make a ro- I make a row. So what's what's so acquisition plus cargo? So what's the cargo value for this? Unfortunately, it's only raw materials. So it, be a zero probably, straight roll. Yeah. We'll make a well, straight on the bright roll. side, your 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 bribe is definitely uh, going into ah. the wrong hands. Nine. Okay. What's the nine give me? Deal well and go through if you accept at a cost. Or task or a lesser task. service instead. The, the, the big thing is, is for this contract to work, there has to be a time provision. You mm. wanted a year to settle the dust. And Swift says, uh, you know, if they can't get this place running in three months, Second Life is going to come and sweep everything up. Can we cut the difference and say six? Sure. So I'll put that in there, and along with my various escape clauses, such as if they don't show up in six months, it's assumed that they are not interested in the uh, facility anymore. That sounds like what you wanted, though. <laughs> no, see, here's split. the deal. That's perfectly fine, because, oh. well, Switch, as soon as he gets to Elliot's Hope, is going to put things in gear to make sure that he's permanently in control of it. So you can sit there and say, oh, yeah, I've got this great escape clause that never, <laughs> that never triggers. Well... Trask has no problem, you know, especially with the contract in place to keep the station running, meaning we're not abandoning the clones to let them die, because mm-hmm. he would not have been comfortable with that. Yeah. So with the contract, he knows that at least some effort to keep these guys alive is going to be ongoing. So he approves the uh, transfer of the clones. Okay, well, that, that problem kind of solved itself, and... I, I think we're going to wrap this up a little bit early because from here we're going to jet out to to the uh, jump point. Well, maybe yeah. there's stuff en route to Elliot's Hope that could happen maybe in the next session. Yeah. Unless we want to cut all of that, of course. Um, well, th- th- there are certainly wheels within wheels and NPCs doing things pro and con for, for the ship. But, yeah, that that's all meta stuff. Uh, was there anyone that like Kane wanted to bring up this uh, his findings to? I don't know. If there's if there's anybody here who pays to uh, bring it up. I don't yeah. think anyone directly, but you do have Price, who's who's like an engineer of this kind of stuff, and she is affiliated with a, a big mover. Like none of the people you are de- in debt to, obviously. But I, I think we, uh, we can we can mark three experience uh, for the crew. Here is a question I have. How far do we want to carry the story arc? Because, well, I could do this for probably another year, but I, I think we, we did w- want to come to an ending point in this arc. So are we going to have like one more session, and then when we get to uh, Elliot's Hope, we're just going to leave all these uh, threads dangling and for us to pick up next time? Like, I'd maybe like to see 
something happen, or maybe not something happened, but something more to do with this information that came uncovered. That would be interesting. I'd like to see at least a decision point for Phoebe about whether to take Switch up on his offer or not. And I think those are my two, like, these these things I really would like to cross off before we we take a break or say bye-bye. Or close the arc is a nice yeah. way to say it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also thinking about my character vis-a-vis uh, his new son, you know, because I would <laughs> – because right now his legal status is is unknown. Right now, is he a clone or is he technically a a per, you know a person? I think the legal <laughs> term is abomination. <laughs> some people say abomination. Some people say chimera. <laughs> some people say Flanders. <laughs> All three are monsters. <laughs> was there anything in particular that people were like? You know, this was a cool thing that happened. I liked this part, or this was something I would like less of, or more of anyone? Oh, what do you guys think of the uh, of the as as the galaxy turns, the, the soap opera going on? Besides the uh... <laughs> definitely was not a shooty session. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's uh, like it it opens up doors to potential conversations that may happen that may affect certainly Phoebe's decisions about the clone kid. But that's for like later sessions. I mean, you are his, you are its mother. Uh, you're the only fem- you're the only female in the group. Therefore, you are the mother. You shut your mouth. I'll catch you all later. Bye bye guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's proper. Oof, kill joined. <laughs> no, no, that's not quite right. We're gonna take the ship and dig. <laughs> I lad, uh, put me at the brewery on the ship. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And, of course, there's always telepathy.